a lot of kids are pretty savvy on what to do when the school goes into lockdown. Why drills? So it's interesting that there have been two lockdowns at Toronto City Hall in less than a month. Brad Bradford is a city councillor for uh, Ward 19, Beaches East York. He joins the show right now. Brad, welcome to the program. Hi, Kelly. Great to be here. Thanks for being here. So you're going to ask the city for a, uh, you're going to put forward a member motion tomorrow. What exactly are you going to be asking for? Well, basically, exactly as you said, we've had kind of two lockdowns in the past 30 days or so. And what became very apparent was uh, we don't really have a, a great training process. I think that there was a lot of confusion around these events. So I'm asking our, our corporate security team to make some of the training and resources available to staff and everyone that comes through the building here, simplified, plain, plain language that makes it really clear on what we're supposed to do when we go down into a lockdown. And in, in a similar way that you see with schools, other facilities, the way we do fire drills, uh, making sure that we're staying up to date on this when it comes to emergency preparedness and uh, and incorporating that training uh, for people here at City Hall. So have City Hall employees had any training at all on uh, if there's a lockdown? Well, it's interesting. Before I ran for council, I was here on on staff at City Hall, and uh, we definitely do fire drills, uh, but I don't think that there had been anything done with respect to lockdowns. Uh, That's been my experience, and certainly since I've been here as a councillor, we haven't had any of that. Now, there is a process and a procedure in place, and uh, there are signs posted around the building, so those are there, and that information, if you take the time to read it, is available. But I think it is important for all of us to get on the same page uh, so that we have clarity and eliminate the confusion and know exactly what to do uh, should we need to in these situations. The first time the City Hall was placed in a lockdown in, in uh, this uh, two uh, lockdown scenario in, in a mm-hmm. month was uh, during the Raptors NBA Championship Parade. Um, so the City Hall went into lockdown. July 3rd was the most recent one. Were you at City Hall when uh, it went into lockdown July 3rd? That's exactly it. So July 3rd, I was actually in planning and housing committee. So we were doing the the legislative work and, uh, you know, the alarm goes off. There's a loud tone buzzer and then a series of announcements just saying that we're going on a lockdown. And at first when it happens, just like a fire drill, you generally sort of think, well, this, uh, this is maybe a drill. This isn't uh, this isn't real. But it became apparent in the moments that followed that that we actually were going into a, a legitimate lockdown. And that's when you could kind of see that there were some missing pieces. Uh, you know, even simple things like trying to lock the door of the committee room. Uh, you know, that that took a few minutes, getting the lights on, turning off the projectors, all of that. It wasn't abundantly clear. And I think in situations like this, uh, clarity is what we, what we really need the most. So uh, you're trying to lock the door. This was for a nearby gun call. Was there any part of you that thought, wait, this we might be in serious danger here? Well, we didn't we didn't have that information uh, and we were told to turn off our phone. So we didn't really know what we were dealing with. But you could feel the tension in the room, uh, both as members of the public who were there to depute city staff, council colleagues, you could feel the tension, the anxiety. And as people are coming in and out of the room, every time that door opens, it, it was very uncomfortable. Um, and Wait a that, minute, people were coming in and out of the room? I thought you had the door locked. 
Well, so to get the door locked, they, they had to uh, to leave the room to, to be able to lock the door. So they were going to get the keys. You know, it, it just it, oh. it could be, <laughs> it, it kind of really underscored for me that, you know, we need to tighten this up. Uh, in the event that there is an emergency, uh, we weren't aware that the uh, the incident was taking uh, place outside of the building, so you don't have any of that information. And in those situations, you know that that can definitely create anxiety for people. And we saw that in the committee room that day. Brad, I can't be the only one who heard you say we were told to turn off our cell phones and immediately thought to themselves, "Why would you do that?" Every emergency situation. We hear about people, um, you know, tweeting out where they are or communicating via cell phone so that they could remain as safe as possible. Do you know why they instruct you to turn off your cell phone? I had the same question. I was told that uh, they, in these scenarios, security wants to turn off cell phones to make sure that communication isn't intercepted or uh, anything related to to bomb threats, things like that. Cellular communication, I guess, can be uh, used to trigger things. So that's why uh, that's what I was told when it comes to lockdowns. That's why we do that. But again, you're left with way more questions than answers. And each each moment that goes by, it uh, it seems a lot longer. And you're sitting there, and uh, you know it, it can be pretty stressful. There is a uh, professor at the University of Ryerson who mm-hmm. says that emergency preparedness drills are never without cost or consequence. And right. um, new research uh, is is considering how broadly trained people should be when it comes to um, preparedness drills. And it can make more people, some people feel more at risk in their day-to-day lives. So if you want to do drills, they say, you need to think about who needs to be involved. Does it need to be everyone or just leaders in the situation? Where do you sit on this? Where does your motion sit on this? Well, I think what we're looking for is really simplified, plain language instructions and training. We have a great corporate security team here at City Hall. I think uh, they have everyone's confidence and trust. But, you know, being there on July 3rd, it was pretty apparent that we need to tighten this this thing up. So I can appreciate, uh, you know, those comments. And certainly I'm not an expert in this field. But I can tell you from being in the room uh, in the moment when we were going on lockdown, this was something that you know, most of the people in that room weren't familiar with. So whether that is clerks or counselors or staff, um, you know, who's administering and calling the the shots in those moments, um, we still need to have more clarity because uh, from that experience, it was just, it was very evident that um, most of us didn't know what was going on. Brad, what kind of support are you getting from other counselors? I think uh, the motion's been well received. I think this is uh, a prudent, responsible thing to do. In my view, it's always better to be prepared than not. And that's what we're looking to do here. You know, this isn't something that's going to cost a lot. We have the processes and the procedures in place. We're just actually disseminating that information to to the staff and the folks who are in City Hall every day and making sure that, you know, next time this happens, we're all going to be a lot better prepared. I just got a comment from someone uh, that emailed me and, you know, their comment, I'm not going to read it to you, Mm -hmm. uh, but they kind of suggested that um, it looks fairly disorganized and it might reflect on city council the fact that you do not have a lockdown uh, procedure in place. Is there any worry about that? Um, Is there concern that we don't have a lockdown procedure? Well, this makes, uh, you know, city council in in general look, you know, unprepared if you you haven't even thought about these things. 
Well, uh, you know, the optics to me are less concerning than the fact that we actually need to be better prepared and we're taking the steps to address that. That's what this is about. Um, like I said, we have a great corporate security team. Uh, they make improvements uh, all the time. They respond. We introduce new processes uh, that reflect the times that we're living in. But, you know, for, for all of us that were in the room that day, it was just it was evident and it was clear that, um we need to make sure that we're training on this and everybody has the information uh, on the processes that we have in place. Sure, everybody needs to be on the same page. When there's That's an emergency, right. everybody knows what to do. When there's a fire drill, you leave the building. What do you do in a That's lockdown? Right. That's right. And, you know, we do those fire drills annually, uh, multiple times a year, just like every other building in the downtown here. Um, but I think on the emergency preparedness front, uh, with respect to a lockdown, um, these things can happen. We've seen it twice in the past month. Uh, hopefully it never happens again. Does it, it show the it, naivety? Does, we need to know. Does it show the naivety or the uh, innocence of the city of Toronto and the fact that we got to change? Well, again, I, I don't think it's it's being naive. Like I said, our corporate security team has a process in place, but you know they're not necessarily going to be everywhere at every time. This was just our experience in that committee room. But you know, you have thousands of uh, civil servants and municipal employees in the building every day, uh, so I can't speak to their experience on all 24 floors of City Hall. But I can tell you in that committee room, uh, mm-hmm. there was some confusion. So, you know, to me, it's a prudent thing to do. Uh, take the steps that we have in place, disseminate that information, get some training going, and next time we'll be better prepared. Brad, thanks so much for your uh, joining us on the show and your time today, because I think it is, uh, it's interesting. I really appreciate it, Kelly. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. And I hope that they do something about updating that. It's, it's funny, they're grade school. Great school kids know what to do during a lockdown, and city councillors are standing there going, I don't know. You know what to do? No one told us. How do you lock the door? I don't know. I don't have the key. Somebody go get the key. Can you imagine if it was a real lockdown, if there was, you know, a threat in the building?